0: You are listening to Craftsteading. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to Craftsteading, welcome aboard. I'm here to help you save money, get happy, relax and find your creativity by making stuff out of plants you grow, forage or buy and even monetize your hobbies. It's great listening to podcasts and radio and audiobooks because you can use your imagination to visualize everything. One small drawback, however, is that it's hard to evoke colors with sound and colors are a joyful part of craftsteading. How can colors be experienced through a podcast? It's hard, but it's not impossible. People with certain types of auditory visual synesthesia will know what I mean. Auditory visual synesthesia is a neurological phenomenon in which a sound stimulus can elicit visual experiences. Unlike auditory-induced visual experiences experienced by non-synesthetic people, auditory visual synesthesia is involuntary and consistent. One subcategory of AV synesthesia is sound colour synesthesia which means seeing colours when listening to music. People with this condition hear coloured music. If you're not one of those people, you can still learn to associate colours with sounds. And that's just about the only way I can think of to convey colour through a podcast. How many colours are there in the rainbow? There are said to be seven colours in the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo and violet. We know, nonetheless, that there are three primary colors, red, yellow and blue. When you swirl paint with these three colors together, you can combine them to make three secondary colors, orange, green and purple. With a bit of adjusting and adding some black or white paint, you can make all sorts of variations on those six basic colors. But at the end of the day, there are six, not seven. Sometime in history, people decided to split up the blue into blue and indigo, indigo being a darker blue. More specifically, it was Sir Isaac Newton who decided this, and we all went along with him because, hey, he was Sir Isaac Newton, one of the most amazing thinkers in history. In the 17th century, he was the one who looked through a glass prism and awoke to the fact that when sunlight is broken apart, it shows up as a rainbow, the visual spectrum of colored light. When you look at a rainbow in the sky or a rainbow created by a prism, you'll see that each color bleeds into its neighbors. It's not a set of separate colors, but a spectrum. Newton had the idea of dividing the spectrum into sections with one principal color in each. I've looked at quite a few rainbows and photos of rainbows. And the colours seem to vary according to lighting conditions. To me it looks as if there's red, orange, yellow, a very faint green stripe, blue and dark blue with the red lying along the top of the arch but above and behind the red there's what looks like a strip of dark purple. Some people say Sir Isaac chose to identify seven colours in a rainbow because he thought seven was a lucky number and because there are seven notes in a musical octave but I think he was too good a scientist for that. I know everyone's perception of color is subjective, but it certainly looks to me as if there really are seven main colors in rainbows. That said, scientists have worked out that there are in fact about 18 decillion varieties of visible colors. That's an 18 followed by 33 zeros. Furthermore, every individual sees colors differently. For the purposes of staying sane, I'm going to work with just a handful of what we think of as the main colours. Newton not only associated colour with music, but he suggested that the colour spectrum was cyclical, like octaves. Wikipedia's article, Visible Spectrum, displays Newton's drawing of a circle divided into seven segments. He associates blue with the musical note A, indigo with B, violet with C, red with D orange with E, yellow with F, and green with G. Here at the Craftsteading Podcast, we've been inspired by Isaac Newton's theory on the relationship between colour and sound. Podcasts can't show colour and colour is important to craftsteaders. So, in an attempt to convey colour to the listener, we've recorded some sounds of different pitches to correspond roughly to the wavelengths of various colours on the visual spectrum. Deep down in the region of the longest light wavelengths are red and infrared. Violet and ultraviolet have the shortest wavelengths on the visual light spectrum. High notes also have short wavelengths, so Ultraviolet corresponds to the high-pitched sounds. Somewhere in this auditory rainbow are magenta, turquoise and mauve because they're such striking colours. And pink, even though it doesn't officially exist. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. I hope that hearing these sounds will make the associated colours blossom in your mind. Here's the sound for red. When you hear it, Think of the reddest things you've ever seen. The red substance that everyone has seen is blood. So at the foundation of this sound is a heartbeat. Here we go. Red, Ruby, cherry, dominion, crimson, infrared. Here's the sound for pink. Yes, you recognized it. It's Tchaikovsky's The Dance of the Sugar Palm Fairy. What could be more reminiscent of pink than glistening sugar candy? Next is orange. When you hear it, think of the orange things you've seen. Like a ripe, juicy orange, for example. And when you hear the sound for yellow, think of ripe bananas, sunflowers, and lemons. Lemon. Here's green. Think of limes, grass, lettuce, and fresh leaves in springtime. Green, emerald, lime, verdant, viridescent, celadon, jade. When you hear the sound for turquoise, think of the ocean. Now picture Summer Skies for the colour blue. And blue includes all shades of blue, even indigo. Indigo. Mauve, pronounced mauve in the USA, is a pale purple colour that sits between violet and pink in the colour wheel. It's named after the mallow flower, whose name in French is mauve. Mauve became a colour name in the late 1700s when amateur chemist Charles Perkin famously discovered how to make a mauve dye from coal tar. To make mauve paint, mix together purple and white. How do you turn the colour mauve into a sound? This is the best we could do. When you hear the sound for purple, think of purple velvet. Cadbury chocolate wrappers. And perfumed violets. Magenta is a colour that's variously defined as purplish red, reddish purple, or mauvish crimson. Technically, like pink, magenta doesn't exist either. On colour wheels, it is located exactly midway between red and blue. And to make magenta paint, those are the two colors you'd mix together. It's one of my favorite colors, but how do you turn magenta into a sound? Now that we've finished recording the colors of the rainbow, we turn to the question about does pink light really exist? All the visible colors in the world can be detected within the arches of a rainbow, right? Wrong. Try making your own little rainbow by holding a prism in a ray of sunshine. You'll see red, orange, yellow, green, blue and purple with every gradation of colour in between. But where's the pink? Yeah, you probably hadn't thought of that, had you? There's no pink in rainbows. How can this be? The reason light appears to have different colours is because it has different wavelengths. Dark red's wavelength is relatively long, at around 700 nanometers. At the other end of the spectrum, purple's much shorter wavelength is around 400 nanometers. Your brain is able to interpret the wavelengths between 400 and 700 as colors. The thing is, there's no wavelength for pink, which means there's no such thing as pink light. Yes, but we are seeing pink, so what's the story? The story is, what we call the experience of seeing pink is, in reality, the experience of seeing a blend of red, purple and blue light. If there were a pink wavelength, it would logically fall between red and purple. What actually lies between red and purple are a whole lot of wavelengths we're unable to see, such as radio waves, microwaves, infrared X-rays and gamma rays. Because those wavelengths are invisible, your clever brain, wait for it, your brain invents pink to fill that space. You heard it here. I don't know about you, but I love weird facts like this. Yes. The color pink is an illusion created by your brain mixing red, blue and purple light. It's the color with no wavelength. Does this really mean it doesn't exist? Well, yes, in a way, but then again, no. How many rainbows do you see? According to the journal Scientific American, you could say that all of the colours in the rainbow are imaginary because they're really sensations that arise within the brain. The brain's interpretation of light entering your eyes and not a property of light or of objects that reflect light. From that point of view, it's not only pink that's a figment of our imaginations, it's also all the other colours of the rainbow. I, for one, am happy to have my brain tell me I'm surrounded by colours, including pink. Knowing I somehow made them up without realising it, doesn't make them any less beautiful. The Craft Setting Podcast was hosted by me, Sally Gardens, and produced at Mill Cottage, the little house on the peninsula. This episode was produced and edited by me, Sally Gardens. See videos and photos on Instagram at LittleHouse. on the peninsula and search craftsteading on YouTube. Thanks for listening.